Good morning. This is the IDP 411 with host Jared Gray, co-host Jordan Rains, and the producer, the Dynasty Chef. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. What's up? Happy to be here. Happy to be, um, you know, putting out some IDP content for Expand the Box Score podcast network this morning. Uh, it's Monday, um, September 30th. Uh, we're going to go over yesterday's games and some studs and duds, some injuries, um, and just kind of break down what happened. What's up? How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. Yeah. Cool, cool. Been crazy, man. Uh, yesterday was kind of a nuts day. Everything just seems just seems guys getting injured and big plays and then guys just being really quiet that have been balling all, you know, for the first four weeks and then just kind yeah. of having average weeks and – it's just kind of weird to me, to be honest with you. Just a weird week. Yeah, I definitely, um, you know, kind of agree with you. We had some guys that have showed up in our stud section a lot that are back. We had some guys making their first appearance. You had a lot of the guys that you kind of count on for your team running that middle of the pack area yesterday. Um, but we did have some some big games from some IDP guys that, you know, maybe put you over the edge to get your wins. We got a good game tonight with a lot of with a lot of action, IDP and offensive. Um, the Bengals and the, the Steelers. I know I personally have JJ or not JJ TJ Watt and Devin Bush going in tonight, and Sam Hubbard, um, as well as Tyler Boyd. And I'm down 40 in my IDP dynasty. So I hope, I think, I pray, I think they can pull it off. But we'll have to see. But um, we had some uh, some big games yesterday. I guess I'll just go ahead and name off kind of a couple of guys that really stood out. At linebacker, you had Devondre Campbell for Atlanta with 17 tackles, two forced fumbles, two tackles for loss. I mean, that's a huge IDP day right there. Um, Joe Schobert was right there with him, 17 tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss. Um those guys kind of led the way at linebacker yesterday with those high tackle numbers. Um, the interesting thing about Campbell was he didn't even play 100% of snaps yesterday. He played 91, so he only missed a few. But still, he missed some snaps, and he was a heavy, heavy producer. Um, I know Joe Schobert was out there for every snap because he's a boss. He is. He played really well yesterday. Uh, you know, he, he's really stepped up his game since Kirksey, uh got hurt. Yeah, uh, which really thought Brad Wilson was going to come in, or even, you know, the other guy. But it really just means Schobert balling. Yeah. So and uh, Wilson played 100 percent of snaps yesterday too, which was kind of nice to see if you have him on a team. But I mean, Joe Schobert is just an absolute. I mean, he's a stud. You know, he's got to start being considered up there in the IDP world with guys like Bobby Wagner and Keekley. You know, just the the consistent production, the big playability. You know, he's he's crushing people out there. I don't have him on – I have him on one team, I think. So, that was nice. But I didn't have to play against him anywhere either. So, that was also nice. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, the biggest ones for me that kind of were there and not there, you know, we talked a little bit. Uh, Ronnie Harrison had a very average day. He had the interception, had a really good first half. You know, if you're playing him as an IDP guy and he has the half, first half that he does, you're like, can't wait for the second half. And then let's get one. You know? Yeah, he definitely quieted down after that first half. That interception kind of bailed you out, but he started out good. I mean, he had like four tackles, I think, in that first half, but then just kind of stopped coming his way. Um, yeah, overall, just one of those things. Just what are you guys? Why do you guys think that is? I mean, I don't know. I mean, just I think the away. stayed away from him. Just that and just the ball just didn't come his way a lot. Like he had, um, I know he had one that didn't count for a tackle, but he pushed a guy out of bounds as he was running up. I mean, he was still near the ball a lot. And he came kind of close to getting a sack early on too, but just didn't come to fruition there. But he still was a, a top performer yesterday for IDP, one of the top, you know, 15-ish uh, DBs. Um. I know he scored 10 points in my scoring system, which 10, if you can hit double digits with a, a DB is a good day. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm just going to read off. I guess we'll just, let's start with the defensive backs since we, you know, we have some, some pretty good performers over there. Um, 
in our mm-hmm. in our stud section. Tracy Walker again, dude's a complete mm-hmm. savage out there. Twelve tackles, eleven solos. Like actually, on the live cast, I was kind of saying, you know, I thought that the Chiefs would overthrow them a little bit, those safeties, and just get some bomb touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes did not have a touchdown yesterday. No bomb touchdowns mm-hmm. for Mahomes. So these safeties um, for uh, the Lions ended up getting some work. Tavon Wilson, another safety up there, they both had 11 solo tackles, Tracy and Tavon, yesterday. So that, I mean, like if you played either of them, I know a lot of people probably had Tracy Walker in. I played him in a league. He's just been crushing for me. Tavon Wilson, he's a guy to look at. You know, I mean, if you're getting 11 tackles and all 11 of them are solo, I mean, that's kind of how Tracy Walker showed up on our on our, our stat sheets week one. Um, Gerard Wilson, the guy who plays next to Ronnie Harrison, he had eight tackles yesterday. He continues um, to show up. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. he's a guy that we continue to talk about um, who isn't getting a whole lot of love. So we yeah. might have to we might have to bring him up more. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he makes my uh, – he's made my rankings the last couple of weeks, and it's just kind of like you said, it's because he just keeps showing up. He doesn't have any of these crazy big plays, but he is consistently near and around the ball, and he consistently gets a decent number of tackles. So, And he plays 100% of snaps, which is what you like. Um, Eric Weddle balled out yesterday, 15 tackles, 10 solo, two passes defended. Um, unfortunately, the Rams lost to the Buccaneers, who are kind of – People have been sleeping on the Bucks, mm. but their defense looked good yesterday. I mean, uh, Shaq Barrett showed up. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Just you know, just another average Shaq Barrett day. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eric Weddle got there crushing people, and 15 tackles is nothing to shake shake your head at. So, oh, bro, he, that's balling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. Um, he plays, plays playing 100 of snaps as well. John Johnson, 11 tackles. I know we love him around here. Strong safety for the Rams as well. Uh, Justin Reed, a guy I was a little hesitant to start yesterday. I know I did in one or two places, but I benched him for, I think it was Jared Wilson in one. Um, Ten tackles, nine solo. That's awesome. And a pass defended, 100% of snaps. We know he had a shoulder issue coming into the week, um, but he looked healthy out there to me. I saw one play where he – oh, it was McCaffrey. I mean, he just – McCaffrey was coming up the sideline, and he – thumped him pretty good mm-hmm. and you could tell he was feeling himself when he did that so I, I made note of that i was like all right justin reed looks just fine <laughs> yeah he looks just fine you know i traded him way last week for trail Edmonds, so we'll see how that works out for me but um both good both solid yeah. plays you know both top 10 guys probably at the end of the season so jabril freaking peppers this dude all right. I've been saying for a couple of weeks on this show and our other show, the IDP Hour, like Jabril Peppers, you know, he's got that big playability. But he's just, you know, his tackle number is a little low, but he could do it. He can do it. And he just hasn't done it. And so I kind of, you know, this last week I was a little hesitant on him. I was like, yeah, I'm just not – I don't know. I know – and the thing is I knew he was playing the Redskins, so I should have been, like, you know, all over that. <laughs> but I didn't play him in one league, but I have another one. This dude had six tackles, two passes defended. One of them's an interception he took to the house for a touchdown. Mm. And he was another guy who was just feeling himself out there yesterday. That was all. It was a great play. It was a good coverage by him. I mean, he made it back. It wasn't too, too far from the, the end zone, but he took it back. Um, Landon Collins on the other side of the ball had nine tackles. Uh, nothing, nothing bad there. Not a crazy, crazy good game, but I mean, still a you know a DB one you can play every week. Yeah, your next guy, uh, Rashad Jones. So we had a question where not we sh- somebody should drop him last week. And we're like, no, you know they just traded mm-hmm. Minka away. Yeah. Like, this is a guy you got to hold on to. Having mm-hmm. nine tackles on a pass deflection, you know, the week after Minka's gone, it's showing mm-hmm. exactly who he was before. So mm-hmm. pretty awesome to see him come back to relevancy. Yeah. And we had, um, you know, when Inactus uh, came out yesterday, um, what's his face? McCain, Bobby McCain, that other guy that they're kind yep. of playing. He was out. So that should have given us a little bit of an indication that Rashad's going to be out there getting a little more work. The linebackers in Miami did not do great yesterday, but we'll kind of circle back around to that. Um, I'll kind of read these guys off a little bit quicker here for you. But uh, we had uh, Clayton Gathers, strong safety for the uh, the horseshoes. The, um, the Colts. Colts, nine tackles, yeah. <laughs> Kari Will- Willis, Kari Willis. This is a guy that um, whenever Malik Hooker went down, he had the meniscus problem, people were kind of on. He had a good game yesterday, nine tackles, eight solos, a tackle for a loss. He's a guy that's on your waiver wire probably. 
Um, if you're in a kind of a thinner league or a, a, not a very deep league, um, go check him out. You know, the the defense for the Colts has been looking good, and he's going to get play time. Tyrone Matthew, this guy hasn't made our stud section all season, but here he is. He had six tackles. The sack's really what blew, saved him. But he had a nice stack yesterday on uh, Matthew Stafford, which was nice to see. Um, you know, good for the Chiefs to get that win, too. That was a really close game. Is he the uh, one that knocked the last ball down? Or no, it was that one Thorn. It was one Thornhill. Maybe. I, I was I kind of was leaving the bar right whenever that game was ending. Uh, I stayed right <laughs> to the very end, and then when I saw that they had scored, I went to the bathroom, and then I saw that they got the ball back, and I was like, oh, Matthew Stafford's got like five seconds. I don't yeah. think I'm – I wasn't overly concerned, so I walked to my car. <laughs> it was a great game overall. That was a, it was an absolutely incredible yeah, game. It no, was no, it was getting no, loud at the bar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was definitely – people were going getting lit at where I yep. was. Um, It was funny, you know – Patrick Mahomes had no touchdowns, but still ended up being a quarterback one, I think, somehow. That's um, insane. Fourth and whatever, it doesn't matter. I want Patrick Mahomes on my team. He just – he's – I don't know. He's he's just different. You know, he doesn't look scared at all. He just – like, he just – he knows what to do. And he's not really like a scrambler, but he got that fourth down on it with his legs, which was crazy. No Tyree Kill, no Kareem Hunt. You know, he's out there putting in work. You know, MV Pat. So I'm, shout very, out I'm very surprised by the Lions this season, though. This, Yeah, I'll give you that. They have been hanging in games, games they shouldn't be in, and they have they almost won that game. And, I mean, whew. They, um, they almost should have won you it. You know what it is, though? It's on Johnson. I mean, they're actually giving him the ball now. Mm-hmm. He had, like, 26 carries yesterday. I mean, you know, imagine If he doesn't game. have that fumble at the goal line. Yeah, if he, that's, a, that's a different game. That's a different game. You're 100% right. And – that wasn't even really on him. He was doing his very, very best. If they would have actually picked it up or tried to uh, stop that guy from running all the way back instead of just pretending the play was dead, oh, no. you know, they all just kind of stood around and were like looking at each other. I was oh, like, yeah. somebody needs to act like they want to win this game. Uh huh. Anyway, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm glad they didn't. All right, I'll finish this up <laughs> real, real quick. Ricardo Allen, eight tackles, strong safety for Atlanta. He played 100% of snaps. I put this out on my Twitter just a little while ago. Uh, Kamal Ishmael. Nine tackles, also plays strong safety, but he only played like 62 or 64% mm-hmm. of snap. Um, and then Von Bell last night, stud, 10 tackles, seven solo, forced fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, he is stepping up big time for that Saints defense. So He really is. And he, he would have had another forced fumble that mm-hmm. ended up being a penalty. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, is everywhere. That and, defense and, and a sack he would have had. Yeah, so, that defense mm-hmm. is playing um, – they're stepping up with uh, Drew Brees not in there. I mean, they won that game. They beat the Cowboys and they beat the uh, Seahawks to uh, to uh, post or to uh, playoff teams last year, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, watch out. I mean, these yeah. Saints, these Saints don't look bad. I hate the Saints, just FYI, but they don't look bad. Uh, they're they're slowly playing really well. Mm-hmm. Which of these guys on this list, um, you know, of these defensive backs, does you guys do you two think has the uh, ability to kind of replicate this kind of success next week and who do you think might fall off um so i think ishmael is going to get more playing time so i'd like to see i actually think he has a good chance to do that with you know mm-hmm. Neal going out it's weird that he only got that you know the 60 percent of snaps but uh ricardo allen's definitely going to stay there because keanu neal's gone mm-hmm. so he's playing 100 percent of snaps i'm pretty sure so He's yeah, the guy he that I think that's going to stay there. Um, obviously, of the non-big names, you know, you got the big names like Landon Collins is always going to stay there. Um, I think the one guy that had the probably his best game of the year and won't replicate this week is Eric Weddle, for sure. I mean, to do 15 tackles, two pass deflections as a safety is kind mm-hmm. of bonkers in general. But look how much they were throwing the ball. I mean, that, that yeah. game was a – freaking shootout. Jameis Winston was on fire yesterday, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Which is not something you say about Jameis Winston a lot. I think he ended up having his best statistical game of his career yesterday. If Did I'm not you mistaken. see the shot Marcus Peters took in the end zone? Uh-uh. So he had the pick six, and right before he gets the end zone, the lineman ear holes him. And mm-hmm. it it was so bad when he came up. Uh, Mark, they took Marcus Peters' helmet away, obviously, because he got ear holed. 
and he's got a bruise on the side of his cheek, you're like, dude, this dude got leveled. Nice. Who hit him? Uh, just I don't remember what lineman it was. Oh. 72 or 74. I can't think of who it was, though. I know he was kind of salty that whole game. Oh, yeah. He well, was that's Marcus Peters. He's one of the most <laughs> emotional uh, players in the NFL, in my opinion, which is good and bad. Well, yeah, he was – he was definitely wearing it on his sleeve that day. So, like, um, to, um, I'm going to say the guy that's probably not going to show up back on this list next week is going to be, I hate to say this too, but Tyron Matthew. You know, he hasn't really been a high tackle producer yet. He kind of got saved or bailed out by the sack yesterday. Um, he does have the big playability, but his floor is a little bit lower than some of these guys who you just know are going to, you know, get the tackles. Um, and the guy I think that's probably going to be back again is just Tracy Walker. I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm done kind of doubting that he's just a middle-of-the-pack kind of guy for this season. And I think yeah. that he's going to be kind of a locked-in, locked-in, top 12, you know, defensive back safety for the season. I mean, I rank him every week on that borderline area. He usually ends up like 12, 13, 14. But, I mean, when you're getting 11 solo tackles, and this isn't the first time in four weeks that you've done that yeah. consistently – yeah, I mean, we're a quarter of the way through the season now. Like, we have enough, you know, data points to have trends. Mm-hmm. And he is trending very well. Um, and like you said, Steve, earlier, the Lions are looking good. And part of that is their defense. Part of it is their run game stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, you know, I watched, pay attention to a lot of that game yesterday, and they're not just doing the same shit over and over, which is the big problem I see with the Vikings is they're just so predictable. They're not really that predictable with the Lions right now. You know, they're running the ball enough to keep you guessing if they're going to run. And when they're throwing, they're taking deep, short, and intermediate passes, you know. So they're kind of keeping people guessing, and their defense is not getting to the to the quarterback a lot, but they're getting enough pressure. You know, Trey Flowers had two forced fumbles yesterday. Didn't really do much else, but, I mean, they're kind of just popping up, you know, and making plays, the best way to say it. So he's got uh, he's got thirty six tackles on the year so far. <sighs> Dang, oh, Tracy! Dude. Dang, Tracy! Mm-hmm. Woo, girl, I mean, that, that's good enough for top ten, I think, right? Oh so yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, number, he's actually number ten. Yeah, I mean that's without any big plays. Wait till he gets you know that pick. You know, wait till he gets you know that forced fumble or two in that week. You know, that's going to skyrocket him up probably in that top six. It's it's if crazy. Three t- three uh. Four of the so number nine number and then three players tied for ten. John Johnson, Landon Collins, Tracy Walker are all right there. And those are all, all those are all guys that actually uh, showed up this week. Tracy Walker, John Johnson, and Landon Collins. So I mean that's consistency. We've brought them up in this segment, you know, pretty much every week now. Tracy Walker was one of our original studs. He might have been the original defensive back stud from week one. I'll have to go back and listen to the tape, but. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's kind of those guys. Um, you know, the kind of a lot of guys you expect to be there. Oh, Desmond King didn't cover him, but he's a cornerback. We don't really cover corners because they're so up and down, you know. But uh, he did have a good performance: four tackles, two and a half sacks, which was good enough for the most sacks in the league yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> at cornerback, which I found pretty funny. Um, so yeah, he, you have, I mean, he won't be there next week. So no, it's no. Fun to talk about. He play cornerbacks. He's corners. He's usually he's owned in most leagues where you play a corner. But like I said, we usually don't cover corners, not because we don't have to play them, but because they're so they're a little bit harder to predict. Um, you know, a lot of them do play 100 percent of snaps. It's just as the ball coming their way and how they're being utilized. So, what's um, you have one ahead to the studs and linebacker. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go to linebackers. So you know, there's. The number one that we have here is somebody that we talked about and somebody asked about if they should keep him or not two weeks ago. Um, they asked about Devondre Campbell. Well, if yesterday wasn't a show whether or not you should keep Devondre Campbell with 17 <laughs> tackles, two tackles for loss, and two forced fumbles, then um, yeah, I guess you shouldn't be playing IDP because that guy, he, he might have been player of the day yesterday overall. Yeah, he really was making – he was making power moves. I don't know. Those couple of guys were making yeah. power moves. He there, was there's up- some big moves. Don't get me wrong. But to nobody expected 17 tackles on Devondre. No. It's been consistent, though. And he's been six, seven, eight tackles. To have 17, man, he's shooting up right now. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was not even a top 40 guy. So, yeah, he is. It's funny. He as much as he, especially as much as he's playing. Well, the, Jones isn't playing 100%. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. The real story here is Deion Jones, you know, all pro IDP darling. Everybody loves this guy. And he's just, I mean, he's just a middle-of-the-pack IDP player right now. I mean, you can play him as a one, but if he's a one, he's a low-end one. And he's usually more of that middle-of-the-pack, you know, linebacker two right now. And I don't really know what to make of it. Atlanta as a whole is kind of a mess, to say the very least. But, um, yeah, Deion Jones only played 92% of snaps yesterday. He played one more snap than Campbell did. That's it. So, you know, I don't – if you can sell Deion Jones right now, would you guys sell him for maybe like – would you sell Deion Jones right now for Jordan Hicks straight up? Oh, yeah. Jordan yeah. Hicks leading the league in tackles, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Close to it, yeah. All right. Would you I trade – the leading tackler in the NFL right now. Would you trade Deion Jones straight up for Tracy Walker? There you go. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Or would you want a little extra with that just off the name value? I think you could get a little more out of yeah, that. Mm-hmm. You probably could. Because of the name value. Like, oh, you know, it's only the first three weeks and he's still a you know mm-hmm. top forty linebacker or top thirty linebacker. So just a just a thought, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's that time of year, it's week four, you know, people have seen enough. You know, some there's some four and teams in your league, there's some 0-4 teams in your league. Both of those teams are kind of in a place where they're probably gonna want to make moves. Um the ones riding high just because they're probably bored and they think they're really good at fantasy. The ones that are riding low because they're like, my team is not getting it done. So, mm-hmm. you know, Deion Jones and IDP is a guy that I think you should consider maybe moving in a trade to uh, beef up your team in some other spots. So that was just kind of a little sidebar there. No, it's uh, a good question. I mean, it's definitely, definitely yeah. what we're talking about. So um, you want to, well, I guess we got Joe Show. I'll just read these off real quick, and we'll kind of come back and pick through some of the bigger names. But Joe Schobert, monster day yesterday, 17 mm-hmm. tackles, nine solo, a sack, two tackles for a loss. We kind of brought him up a little earlier, totally crushing it. Eric Kendrick showed up yesterday, um, 12 tackles. Um, nothing too crazy, but, I mean, 12 tackles. I'll take that to the bank every day. Jordan yep. Hicks, 12 tackles, half a sack, two forced fumbles. Yeah, that's something we said, I think, two or three weeks ago. We kind of brought up Jordan Hicks where it's like not only is he just getting the tackles, but if you watch him play, he's always trying to cause fumbles. Like he's not old, he's not just like wrapping people up. He's always trying to do a little bit of extra. And I noticed that even in the preseason a little bit, like he's trying to make something happen. He's not just playing for like he's I don't know. There's it's hard to describe, but he's always trying to do this shit. Like, he's not just like, oh, I'll get this tackle. Like, he's trying to be violent and intentional with what he's doing out there, and it's paying off for him. He's having a great season. Yeah, he's having a really not good season. Hurt. Dude, dude standing next to him had a great game yesterday, too. Hassan Reddick, not as good as him, but still, he's playing 100% of snaps, if I'm not mistaken. I know he did last week. Seven tackles, a sack. Um, that's something that people forget about Hassan Reddick is he's got a little sack upside to him. Um, you know, especially when you got a guy like Jordan Hicks and, you know, Buda Baker on the back end kind of holding things down. You can kind of play with a guy like Reddick. A sack, a tackle for a loss. Bobby Wagner coming in, 11 tackles. That's good. Michael Kendricks playing on the Seahawks, too. He had six tackles, two sacks from him, um, two tackles for a loss. Here's another dude we'll have to circle back to. But Clay Matthews is uh, – mm-hmm. He's a top IDP player this year, and he's on a lot of waiver wires, I've noticed, in leagues that I'm in. I mean, I picked him up in a league. He, yeah, I'm about to change that this week personally, but maybe I'll have to fight for he, him. He's, he's got a sack every week, doesn't he? He's got a sack every week. He had two one week. He had a sack this week, two tackles for loss, five tackles. He's in there on the important downs. Um, they trust him. Uh, Zach Cunningham, another st- – this dude's just a monster. 14 tackles, eight solo, a tackle for loss. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I took him out of a lineup yesterday to play Buda Baker, and <laughs> I re, I do have regrets. I did. I did tell you one of two players you should have played in that league. I'm pretty sure I said Zach Cunningham, Julius Peppers, and you decided mm. to play Buda Baker. Am I right? Yeah, Jabril. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't listen to you, guys. The moral of the story is: don't listen to me. Listen to Jared. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he, he knows what he's talking about, but I was right uh, on this week. 
Uh, Bernardrick McKinney playing with him, 12 tackles. Mm -hmm. Awesome. This dude right here, Shaq Thompson, 12 tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, a pass defended. I think he might have had an interception as well. Not 100% sure on that, but he's crushing out there next to Luke Keekley in place of uh, Thomas Davis. I mean, just absolutely murdering people. He's one of the top uh, linebackers of the week. You know what's crazy? He was a safety in college. He's an every week start right now, 100%. And he's starting over some guys in lineups that you probably wouldn't think. A um, couple more guys. Anthony Walker playing in place of um, of our dude. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Which is another crazy thing. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, Darius Leonard got a concussion almost three weeks ago now. He just showed up to the facility yesterday to work out for the first time. Does that seem weird to you, like a concussion becomes – so big where the guy hasn't been at the facility. I'm worried. There's a lot of guys that must have been ringing. Not every concussion is the same. Is it like, I mean, was it the lights that were affecting him that badly that he couldn't even come into the facility? I mean, this dude hadn't even been at work for two weeks, guys. Exactly. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned with, with uh, Leonard for sure. Going forward. Uh, It's, it's kind of bonkers. So I almost traded LE for him. I'm so glad I didn't. So, mm. um, Tremaine Edmonds finally kind of showed up for your team. 11 tackles, two tackles for loss, a pass defended. Now, here's the guys I really want to talk about oh these linebackers for the Patriots Kyle Van Noy and Jamie Collins both mm. played 100% of snaps yesterday and both wrecked havoc on the mm. build. Kyle Van Noy, eight tackles, two sacks, tackle for loss, three quarterback hits, two forced fumbles. Jamie Collins, four tackles, a sack, tackle for loss, an interception. Mm -hmm. I mean, now that the snaps are behind Jamie Collins, he's an every week starter, but he was already an every week starter. Does Jamie Collins have an interception every week? I, so. <laughs> so no, I, I mean, that's a real question. I think yeah, he might have an interception every week. Um, I mean, he had two last week, he had the, oh, an interception the week before. I still don't know about the first week. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's something uh, that I've got to figure out. He, no, he's had, he didn't have one the first week or the third week. But, but he had two, he had two a couple weeks ago. So yeah, kind of two week two and one, one week four. Yeah, he so. had two, four, and both those were for touchdowns, right? Mm, I believe he's had one. No, he's only had one touchdown. All right, two more guys. Let's just finish this up real quick. Two more guys on our studs for linebackers. Rashad Evans, 10 tackles, half a sack. Jayon Brown. His homie had um, seven tackles, one sack tackle for loss, one sack, pass defended. Mm -hmm. And then the other little tandem that we like around here from last night's game, Leighton Vanderesh finally showed up for you, 11 tackles, 10 solo, and Jalen Smith doing what he does, nine tackles, a sack, and two tackles for loss. Um, so apparently LV was dealing with like a quad injury, which is why, you know, we had the question, why wasn't he playing 100% of snaps? It's because they were trying to keep him fresh. And apparently, I mean, they tried to pull him off because, well, they needed him. So he showed up yesterday, 10 soul tackles, which is exactly what he did the first week. So pretty nice to see him come up, play well. Uh, Jalen Smith just continued to play. They're more rushing Jalen Smith a lot more than everybody expected. And they even commented that yesterday. So him having a sack is, and two tags for loss really is not surprising right now. The th mm -hmm. crazy thing is, is is he the guy to have? If you're gonna, uh, pick yes, he yeah. is. Well, at this point, I was gonna say he's a little. He might be cheaper to acquire, but people are kind of wising up now, and um, you know, I don't think he's necessarily just gonna be somebody I mean, that you can. Go having sad. either one of them is a big good deal. Uh, I'm looking here. Know. I'm looking here. Um, this is interesting. Leighton Van Der Esch played 100% of snaps yesterday. Yep. That's the first time he's done that. And Jalen Smith played 82% of snaps. Yep. So they're just they just flip-flop from last week, it looks like. Well, and they let, and in, this is another weird thing. I don't know who was playing with him because Sean Lee and Jalen Smith at one time were both on the sideline. And I was like, um, this seems weird to me. Why, why, why are they doing this? So, And it was one of the solo tackles that Sean Lee had. And Jalen Smith's on the sideline just laughing and having a good time. You're like, what is going on right now? Like, where yeah. are you at? 
So I was Sean Lee out there, and I was just like, mm, "Is this wise to play Sean Lee when you have you know a couple of guys that are probably?" Yeah, I guess you want to get some guys rest, and at least he had a solo tackle during that time. So that's the thing is Sean Lee's been really good when he's healthy. The thing is he's he's been so banged up every single year he's been in. He's playing such a limited role mm-hmm. that somebody asked me, should I pick up Sean Lee? You know, he had a decent day. I'm like, no, bro. Don't even, don't even think about it. Hmm. Next question. <laughs> so let's um, do the same thing we did here that we did on the other one. Who's a guy that's on this list that you do not expect to be in the studs next week? And who's a guy that you think will definitely be in the studs next week? Um. I'm going to have to say I'm a little surprised McKinney did what he did. Mm-hmm. So, fair, fair. Uh, he hasn't been a guy that's been blowing up for sure. Uh, so he's a guy that I think is not going to be in our in our studs next week. I mean, he could be. I mean, I can't believe it, 12 tackles. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, so. been, he's, he's, he's a great linebacker, 2-3. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can play and know that he won't dud you. I mean, you look at the rest of this list, though. Every single one of the guys is guys that you and me have brought up every single week. So, yeah. And Devondre Campbell is a guy that, you know, we got turned on to. Like, listen, this guy seems to be somebody who's making moves and starting to really show up. So, uh, as think he'll be back there next week. I, I think you can see him back here next week. A guy that I expect to be here every week as long as Kirsky's hurt is Schobert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have Schobert every single week starting if I were you. 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, for me, I doubt Michael Kendrick shows back up again. How Maybe he will. The sacks kind of put him into this linebacker group this week. Um, but I could see uh, – I could see Jack Thompson being here again and kind of making his way into this list every week, you know. The biggest question is, if Darius Leonard comes back healthy, does Anthony Walker disappear? That is a yes. great question. I don't think he does. I know he wasn't really playing a lot. Like, they were cycling him out with um, some of the other guys when Leonard was in. But I think Walker, I mean, I know he's not great at pass you know, coverage, but um, he's shown himself to be – healthy, capable, and solid. You know, solid is the best way to describe him. I think he'll get more playing time even when Leonard comes back. Um, it wouldn't surprise me even if they didn't make Leonard play 100% of snaps those first two weeks back. You know, maybe they take it a little easier on him. They want to make sure that he's going to be there because they're doing okay right now. They want to keep him healthy as they get down, you know, as we push into the the second half of the first half of the season. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Kyle Van Noy and Jamie Collins, though, um, I mean, this the Patriots' defense is incredible right now. And the uh, fact yeah, that they both play 100% of snaps, I don't have either of them, but I might be going out and looking to acquire, inquire about acquiring them both this week. I doubt it works out because they're both coming off monster weeks. But, you know, keep an eye on them. Maybe if they have a quieter week next week, they might be guys to make a push for. And Jamie uh-huh. Collins just keeps showing up. And, I mean, I have, yeah. like, monster amount of tackles, but he keeps having a big play, at least exactly. one. Exactly. I mean, they're legitimately saying, uh, who's Trey Flowers right now? Like, Yeah, they're yeah. using Jamie Collins for so many things. Yeah. He, I mean, all he's playing as good now as he ever did, and that's scary for every single place and person that's playing the Patriots. Kava Noy is doing exactly what he did last year. So, and I, I agree with you. Like, nobody wants to play the Patriots right now. And no. the Bills, the Bills are a solid team. No, let's not get this twisted. The Bills were three and zero, and they're and they were in that game, and they were in that game until um, they lost Allen, and not you know, and they had that other guy come in. He threw that pick, kind of took him out of it. But I mean, they were, they were, they only lost by six. I mean, if they could have gone down and scored and kicked the field goal, I mean, they could have won that game. He threw a goal line pick. Mm-hmm. They literally could have beat the Patriots yesterday. Could have. They didn't, but they were, you know, they weren't. It wasn't like they just got stamped all over either. Um, a lot of the stuff that they lost, the reasons they lost were kind of their own mistakes, but they, you know, got back out there and they were hanging tough. So it made me, as a guy who's a Josh Allen fan, I know he, he got hurt. I think his concussion, but. And you know, uh, they had a wedding at halftime in that game? Yeah, I mm-hmm. saw that. That's awesome. 
<laughs> Bills fans, mafia Bills fans. I mean, at uh-huh. least being able to hang toe to toe with the uh, with the Super Bowl champs that should be encouraging. Even if you lost, that should be very encouraging. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's get down to some studs at defensive linemen here. I'll just read these guys off. I'll try to read them off a little quicker than the last group. Um, you know, defensive lineman stud is a little bit uh, open to interpretation. I, I guess mean, if you make this list, then. If you made this list, that means you didn't you didn't at least kill some, but you're somebody's team. So Daniil Hunter is the first one. I'm saying that he had five tackles, not great, but you know, still five tackles from the I'll DN. take five tackles out of I'll the end all day long. Terrell Suggs, eight tackles, one and a half sacks, two tackles for loss. Ziggy Anza, five tackles, all solo, a sack, a tackle for loss. I'll just say he's my guy that's not gonna be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Barrett, four tackles, one sack, two pass defended, one fourth fumble, one interception. This dude is that dude. Mm-hmm. He has nine sacks right now. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's week four. He's got nine sacks. <clears throat> the, that's tied. The guy who has, who has half as many sacks as him is fourth most sacks in the league is Khalil Mack with four and a half. So the guy that's fourth right now has half the number of sacks Shaq Barrett has. This dude's playing tons of snaps, massive disruptor. I mean, he is just incredible right now, and I don't see – there's no end in sight. Um, you know, like I said, I, I really think Dom can see the reason that he's playing so well. Yep. And, Sue, and Sue had a, had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah. That was caused by Shaq Barrett. Yep. Uh-huh. He caught He caught the uh, – wasn't it interception? Didn't Shaq Bear like toss it up in the air? No, I guess no, that was, it was a play. It was, fumble. it was a fumble. You're right. You're right. That was another another play. But that's the thing. Like he's just involved in all these crazy plays. And if you watch his get off, I mean, he looks so good coming off the corner, coming off the edge. I mean, he's quick. He's decisive. His hands are fucking chopping this way and that. I mean, he's just. He's probably gonna be. If he was on a better team, we would are. They would already be talking about him as defensive MVP potentially. Like if this was Khalil Mack. We would literally never hear the end of this stuff on shows like Good Morning Football and mm-hmm. you know Sports Center, and you know around the NFL or whatever. If, if this know, way, they to, yeah, they need to be talking about this guy. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's crazy. He's having mm-hmm. he easily. He, he he might be having the best four game spread in a, one of the longest periods of time. I mean, this is the best four game start I've ever seen out of a defensive lineman. Or linebacker, personally, crushing, it's just crazy dude. to me. You know what I mean? So yep, he, it's, to be starting the first four games the way he started is second to none. I mean, I mm-hmm. just haven't seen anybody do this. Before. No, so exactly. Um, let's go ahead and get down this list a little bit quicker. Uh, Matt Ioannidis, seven tackles, not great as far as like big play, but seven tackles from a guy who's listed as a D tackle in some spots, D end in other spots, D lineman for me. Um, that's good. JJ Watt, six tackles, one sack, one force fumble. Um, I know we were talking to our group chat yesterday. Did he look like he got a little nicked up to you, Jared, or during that game or, or was he just gassed out? I couldn't really tell. I would, that, that was on a different TV. I wasn't paying numbers. Um, I, I think he was just more gassed than anything else to be yeah. honest with you. He uh, did look – I mean, you don't often see him huffing and puffing, and he was huffing and puffing. Yeah. I mean, they were playing mm-hmm. a lot of snaps, though, so. Yeah. Um, Larry Og- – or not – Ogajobi. What's his first name? Larry Ogunjobi. Is it Larry? Okay. Larry Ogunjobi, four tackles, all solo, a sack, a tackle for a loss. That's a pretty good game. Um, Sheldon Richardson, six tackles, good game. He's he, a guy – He his wrist. I got to – let's bring that up real quick. Yeah. He, he literally was in – a lot of pain. Uh, did not see him come back when he got hurt, and I mean he played really well yesterday. I mean he's in our stud group. Mm-hmm. I never saw him come back from that wrist injury or hand injury. So I'm looking right now to see what what's going on with him. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get injury updates as the day kind of trickles in. Taco Charlton, what's up, dude? Six Let's tackle, see. one sack, tackle for loss. Miami. Uh, he's he played pretty well since he's got there. Yeah. And, um, you know, he might, he's probably on your waivers if you need a cheap, you know, D lineman option that could produce. Um, go snatch him up. I had Chris Jones on this list. I don't really know if he's worthy of a stud. One sack, two tackles. 
Von Miller showed up finally. Six tackles, two sacks, tackle for two tackles for loss. Bradley Chubb, his homie, six tackles, a sack, one forced fumble, but he left the game with an injury. Um, kind of in the, I think it was right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Grady Jarrett showed back up last week after coming off of his toe injury the week before. He had eight tackles. Derek Barnett from the Thursday night game, four tackles, a sack, one forced fumble, and a couple of questionable uh, plays by him, but we won't get into that. It's not for us to talk about. Harold Landry, four tackles, two sacks, tackle for loss. That's not bad. Um, and then Robert Quinn uh, showing up, three tackles, all solo, and two sacks. And I put Demarcus Lawrence on here. He had two tackles and a sack, but that's like, you know, I mean, that's kind of like Chris Jones. It's like, I don't know if you really call that stud. That's just kind of like doing your job. Kind of like Robert, you know, Robert Quinn would have had two more sacks if the defense didn't have penalties in the background. Yeah. Robert Quinn is, he's an elite uh, pass rusher that's kind of been lost in the shuffle the past couple of years. Um, people forget he had a year with 19 sacks with the Rams. Um, he was on the Dolphins last year, which anyone who plays on the Dolphins is pretty much destined to be lost in the shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, some guys you do not see on here. I'll just go ahead and say I'm just going to read off. We didn't. We have a few guys that kind of dudded you. I'll just read them off quickly. Whitney Merciless kind of dudded you yesterday. Two tackles. Miles Garrett one tackle. Antoine Bethea three tackles. Thomas Davis four tackles. Frank Clark two tackles. Darius Smith nothing. Cameron Jordan three tackles. Harrison Smith four tackles. These are all guys that are usually in our stud section. Kind of left you wanting more. Miles Garrett don't really know what happened there. Um, you know, I was watching that game. Well, I was watching that game pretty intently, but I was watching the offensive side a little bit more yesterday. He had a few quarterback hurries, but um, the now they tried to push him off to the right side, mm -hmm. and which is weird, interesting because he's been playing uh, was playing the right, right side of the offensive line, left side. You know, what he normally plays because uh, he usually runs off the left, and he's playing the right side or left side for him. Um, and Brown, Orlando Brown, handled him. He played really well against him yesterday. And yeah. it's not like their quarterback played very well. I mean, he threw two picks, hit two picks in a row yesterday at the end of the ball game, uh, which is his first two picks in like 230-some passes. Mm -hmm. But two weeks in a row, they that he's been kind of quiet. I mean, he started off with, what, five sacks, and then he's been a little quiet. He had the one – Obviously, against the he Rams. still has the second most sacks in the league behind yeah. Mr. Barrett, but well, yeah. he could and should have a few more. Yep, kind of kind of nuts. Uh, Antoine so. Antoine Bethea, he killed me. I you know he's been such a constant mm. tackle producer for your team. It's crazy to see him down there with three tackles, um, but you know this happens from time to time. I mean, even Zadarius Smith, he's been crushing it at D line, linebacker, whatever you play him at in your platform. He was he was this close. I mean, we're talking he had like seven quarterback hurries. Yeah, he was so close to getting three or two or three sacks, and it just did not come to fruition. So he ended up with nothing. So I'm still rolling him out there in leagues. I got him in next week. I think most people are. They, if you watched that game on Thursday night, it was a primetime game. You saw that he was this close to not having that zero. He was this close to being in our stud section. So um, I'm going to circle back up to the studs. I'm going to ask the same question again. I asked you guys. Um, who in this list is somebody you think is not going to be here next week? Who do you think will be here next week? And then I got one more question for you guys on each of these um, little segments we got here, each uh, player grouping. I got one more question. but we'll One do guy that I don't think is going to be here is Ziggy Onsa. This is his best game he's had all, all year. Uh, uh, not even close. Um, Arizona, too, so that kind of helps you out. Yeah, so I, I just didn't expect oh, – he's just a guy that – there, Bradley Chubb had his best game of the year so far. Um, him and Von Miller both had their first sack of the years, uh, uh, and Von had two, uh, which is where I expect them to be. Um, guys that I think will be here, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna the easy one's Shaq Barrett, but because I just think he's gonna continue to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if Terrell Suggs is going to be there again. Uh, it's weird. He he came up and Chandler Jones disappeared. Yeah, I noticed that. So Chandler Jones didn't do a thing yesterday. 
They're just kind of swapping in and out. Yeah, so I, I don't know what, you know, what's going on there. Um, a guy that, you know, has been off and on, but overall is pretty good year. Is a guy I expect to be here every week. It's Grady Jared. Mm-hmm. Came back to fruition this week. Really started playing really well. Um, so he, he's the guy that I think is is definitely on that list. Harold Landry was a surprise this week a little bit. Two sacks out of Harold Landry was big. He, I mean, I expect that out of him, but he hasn't really done it this year. Yeah. D-line, again, you know, it's it's hit or miss. You're getting these big weeks or you're getting really quiet weeks. Um, Steve, you got anybody on here that you're kind of feeling as a guy that's going to show up next week and a guy that you're thinking I'll never see him again? Or uh, As far as a guy that I like to to show up every week, it's going to be uh, Shaq Barrett. Uh I mean, he's he's beasting this year. He's I, I, I agree. Yep, it's hard to bet he's, against him. And, it, and the way he plays, I mean, he could get he could have one tackle yesterday, and he'd mm-hmm. still have made the studs list based on everything else that he did. Yep, and then uh, also like Joe Schobert. I mean, he's been he's been consistently on fire. Yeah. Well, and, I'm gonna ask you guys uh, one more kind of question. Um, who's a guy? Let's go with the linebackers first and the studs. Who's the guy that you're buying in this linebacker group we got? And who's the guy that you're selling in this linebacker group that we got? Um, Who are you buying right now, Jared? Honestly, a guy that I'm buying is just because he's just getting a lot more snap counts and a guy that's not on everybody's list that you might be able to find on your waiver wire is Devondre Campbell. Hmm, nice. Um, He's he's screaming up the board for me. He started a couple weeks ago when somebody brought him up whether they should keep him or not. And to get 17 tackles this week just shows you how much more they want to use him. And he looks like the more athletic linebacker. Mm-hmm. Just just a guy that is there. Um, guy that I'm selling. Little, little tougher here. I mean, because all these guys are guys that we have talked about and mm-hmm. continue to play well. I play the game, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, the only person on our list from this week, and again, I'll, we'll just go through the list: Devonder Cable, Joe Showert, Eric Kendricks, Jordan Hicks, Hassan Reddick, Bobby Wagner, Michael Kendricks, Clay Matthews, Zach Cunningham, Bernard McKinney, Shaq Thompson, Anthony Walker, Tremaine Edmonds, Calvin Noy. Jamie Collins, Rashad Evans, Jalen Brown, LVE, and Jalen Smith. Well, I said the name kind of for everybody here, is middle of the pack guy, is Bernard McKinney. He got 12 tackles. Great for him. Guess what? I am selling him because yeah. I don't see him doing 12 tackles again this year. I see him a four, like a four or five tackle guy. So of this list, all these guys are, are kind of balling this year. So, um, He's he's myself. Yeah, I'm um I'm buying Hassan Reddick. I think he's done just enough to be useful to my team. He's playing the right number of snaps. He's on the team that's on the field a lot. Um, but he did just little enough to probably be a reasonable price. And I'm probably selling either Anthony Walker or Tremaine Edmonds. I know Tremaine Edmonds is a stud, but this is the first week he's had double digit tackles, and you know we're quarter way through the season. Um, I'm gonna take that that high number to the bank and see what I can get back for it probably. Yeah. I mean, you could probably get a lot out of Anthony Walker right now. And, or um, as long and, as somebody's not really paying attention that Darius Landry's not out there, but yeah. So, um, what about you, yeah. Steve? Who you, who you uh, I think I'm going to agree with, uh, agree with uh, Jared on Devondre Campbell. I'm going to buy, I'm buying Campbell. Yeah. And who are you going to, who are you going to sell high on? <sighs> I got. I'm gonna sell high on Anthony Walker. I think once uh, Leonard's back, yeah, once forward. Leonard Leonard's back, it's uh, he's gonna take a real hit on uh, on snap count. Uh, he's not gonna be out there as much. He's just he's not gonna I mean, be as productive. Walker was the number two guy last year, and he yeah. didn't really perform. He was still he was a top he was a top fifteen linebacker. I think at the end of the season, he had a good number of tackles, but it was just like his coverage ability kind of made him a liability. Yeah, you want to sell him now though. Well, yeah, he's exactly. Still... He's a hot. I, I agree. With, mm-hmm. I agree with you there. That's a, he's a sell for me too. Um, you know, just based on the good week, see what you can get mm-hmm. for. Him. 
All right, let's do the same thing with the defensive backs. I'll read them off real quick, and then let's do kind of a lightning round. Who's your buy, and then who's your sell? So we got Tracy Walker, Tavon Wilson, Jared Wilson, Eric Weddle, John Johnson, Justin Reed, Jabril Peppers, Landon Collins, Rashad Evans, Clayton Gathers, Kari Willis, Tyron Matthew, Nigel Branham, uh, Desmond King, Ricardo Allen, and Von Bell. Who are you buying, and who are you selling? Uh, for me, I'm buying Von Bell. Um, continues to have a good week. Continues to be more of a leader of the defense than we really expected. Uh, even with them bringing in guys like Kiko Alonso and stuff like that, he has still showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a guy that I'm really high on. Um, a person that I'm selling. Uh, if he can sell high right now, maybe Tavon Wilson because he had a good week because Slay and everybody's out. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's who I'd go with personally because maybe you could – everybody's really high on him because he had such a good game. And like, oh, you know, 11 solo. And like, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so Tavon Wilson is probably the guy that I'm selling. Uh, what about you, Steve? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, Von Bell definitely. The buy? Mm-hmm. Selling, uh, selling Matthew. There you go, Tyron Matthew. I mean, I'm not even buying him. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm with Steve on this. I'm if I can sell him. Yeah, I think you probably can too. Chiefs fans, I'm one of them. We're fanatics, so we'll take him. I'm selling Tyron Matthew though. After saying that, and I'm with you guys. I'm buying Bon Bell. Um, I've had him in a couple of leagues in the off season, and I just kind of shuffled my rosters around and ended up dropping him. I don't think I have him anywhere right now. So I'm looking to uh, I'm looking to buy. So we'll I'll let you all know on Twitter this week. If I uh, if I acquire him, shall we say? Um, all right, let's do the same thing real quick. Defensive lineman, or did we just do this with defensive lineman? I wouldn't we really. We didn't do we, defensive. Yeah, lineman. we did. Yeah, we did the buy and the sell. So um, nothing else I really got for the day. Um, I know we'll be, you know, watching the Twitter sphere for the injury updates and. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that I'm looking for. You know, I'm they haven't really put out a lot of injury updates yet, and. There, there's going to be some big ones because I saw a bunch of guys go out that are instantly questionable. So uh, that's something we will definitely cover later this week, something we can definitely get into for sure next uh, our next show. So, yep. Well, I guess um, if there's no other comments or any other sort of things we need to cover, I just want to say uh, – Appreciate everyone who's given us a listen. You know, we're on Spotify, you know, Google search us, the IDP 411. Um, thanks to Expand the Box Score Podcast Network. Like I said, we'll be on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on, you know, Spreaker. We're on all those places you get podcasts. So come check us out. Listen to us. We're on YouTube as well. Um, we do live cast. Um, you know, we, uh, we cover this every week. We break down what happened on Sunday. We have another show that we do for a different podcast network called the IDP Hour for full-time fantasy podcast network similar vibe but a little bit different content that comes out on thursdays you can search us out there for that too um you know but this is you know just going to say thanks to everybody for listening hope you found some good information give us follows on twitter at jared gray at the drunk at the dynasty chef and this has been the idp 411 and i guess we'll uh, see you guys next week let's go let's go let's go